The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. This week we learned that WeWork, one of the biggest commercial tenants in Dublin, has filed for bankruptcy in the United States. The news came hot on the heels of reports that some tenants have started handing back the keys to their office properties in the capital. So, is the multi-billion euro commercial property market here experiencing the beginning of a crisis or is it just a blip? John McCartney, Director and Head of Research with BNP Paribas Real Estate, is here to give us the lowdown. John, um, a lot of this... There's different elements to the commercial property market, shops and retail and warehousing. But we'll just focus on the office first. Um, how serious do you think this might be? Is it all coming from uh, remote working and uh, companies needing less office space? A little bit uh, of that. And uh, it's also, I think, part of the problem is that the tech sector, which accounted for over 50% of office lettings in Dublin between let's say 2017 and 2019, has really uh, gone quiet. It's completely dormant. I mean, it only now accounts for about 8.5%. So there's there's a few things happening, Richard. I mean, to your original question um, as to whether this is a serious downturn, I think there is absolutely no doubt that the sector is in a, a downswing. It's, it's inherent in the nature of commercial property that it is a cyclical business. And I think it's helpful for us to think about the depth of the trough that we're facing into, but also the duration of the recovery. And in term- well, what about the depth of the trough, first of all? Uh, yeah. We're seeing it'll, it'll take the form of higher vacancy rates, higher, larger numbers of empty offices in places like Dublin. So where is that at and how serious might that become? Yeah, right. So exactly that. So uh, at the onset of COVID for context, about 5% of the office stock was vacant in, in Dublin. Dublin. Yeah, Now that's risen to about 12.5%, and it's going to get worse because even before the end of this year, Richard, we're going to have uh, probably another 100,000 square metres of new space delivered into the market against a standing stock of about 4.2 or 4.3 million square metres. So quite significant uh, additions to stock based on on development decisions that were taken way before COVID. So. And just on that point, there was a thing during the boom, and even more recently in, in the recent economic boom that we have enjoyed in the last few years as well, of counting cranes on the Dublin skyline as a kind of an economic indicator. But would many of those have been building offices that were already pre-let. So in other words, they were going to go ahead, they already had a tenant who had agreed to take it up and to rent it out. So it isn't really the developer's problem, it's a problem for the tenant. Well, pre-letting has come into the sector more so in in recent years, but traditionally it's been hard to get a pre-let in Dublin because the bread and butter of the Dublin market is the traditional occupiers of the financial services industry, the public service, Uh, professional services firms like solicitors and accountants and so forth and consultancies Uh, and generally they're not looking for a huge amount of space so even in a tight market they can get five or six hundred square meters anywhere so it's not like London where you have had traditionally large global corporates seeking 10,000 meters for their global HQ so in London, pre-letting has always been a big thing because it was the only way to do it. So in many cases then, those cranes on the skyline that were building offices as opposed to apartment developments or housing, uh, they might not have had a tenant lined up. They were just going to go ahead, build it and then find a tenant. 
Correct. So yeah. how much difficulty are they in? Well, these are speculatively built offices and, and generally speaking to, to our earlier point, it has traditionally been difficult to get a pre-let signed up before you go to construction. So the ideal business model realistically for most office developers is to get started and it might uh, require you to get expensive finance at the start to build the speculative office because the banks, generally speaking, are a bit wary of that. Uh, and then the idea is to get your agent to work as hard as possible behind the scenes to line up tenants uh, before the construction phase is complete, and then you can refinance the remainder of the build out at a, at a lower cost. So that's the, the 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 model. As you say, a lot of new buildings are now coming to completion, and they haven't got a tenant, so they're going to sit and overhang the market as additional vacant space. So rents will fall if you have this higher rate of vacancy. It, are they falling? Have we seen that? It's an iron law. Richard. Uh, and I mean, we have had some nonsense uh, people saying, you know, don't worry about the vacancy rate rising because a lot of the vacancy is older stock and that, you know, it doesn't compete with the really good quality stock. But of course, that's nonsense because actually, if you've got a vacant grade C building, what you're going, what are you going to do? You're going to drop your rent until you're competitive with the grade B guy. Have rents fallen yet, John? And yeah, they, they are. Fall? I think they are. Yeah. So it depends on how they're measured. So the the benchmark measure of rents, Richard, is a is is what we call the headline rent, and 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 generally we look at the headline rent for prime buildings. Um, but of course, uh, in reality, what's often happening is that tenants are getting a sort of a de facto discount on the headline rent because they're getting a certain amount of rent-free. And what we see now is that rent-free is rising. So although the headline rents are still holding up, rent-free is rising. And I think critically as well, the lease term is getting shorter. So ideally, a landlord would want as long a lease term as possible. And 20 years, 15 years have been the norm uh, in Dublin in recent years, but that is now beginning to edge down. So it's clear that the vacancy is affecting market conditions. Is all of this really a bad thing at all for business? Because if rents fall, businesses that become the tenants in these offices are going to get a cheaper rent, it lowers their cost base. Not great for the developers, but we're not in a situation the way we were in the boom, where there were a whole load of over-borrowed Irish developers that had borrowed too much money from Irish banks. Am I right in saying that the whole market is quite different and, and the implications wouldn't necessarily be as bad? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of sanguine about it, Richard. I don't think, uh, to get back to where we started the conversation, we're in for a very severe downturn. So... Uh, so you don't think we are? I don't think we are, but I do think we it could be quite a long clawback to get back to par. But And, and, and if, 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 if I can explain that, uh, the depth of the downturn will be dictated by the peak vacancy rate. I think we're heading for about 16% vacancy when all the buildings that are currently in the pipeline get completed. There's no new building starting, by the way. That's that's dried up. So Is it a similar pattern outside Dublin? It is, major yeah. Cities? Now, we, we've had it a little bit more severe because of the high weighting of the tech sector within the occupier market here in Dublin and at a global level tech is just... Uh, dormant in terms of office leasing. So you were saying it may be a long road to get back to where we were. One of the factors in that is the phenomenon of remote working 
and whether remote working, you know, and hybrid models really is here to stay longer term, that will have long term implications. It will, yeah. Think of it like this, Richard. 11% is a good vacancy rate for the Dublin office market. If vacancy goes below 11%, rents have traditionally been rising. If vacancies above that level, rents have been falling. If we get to 15, sorry, 16% vacancy, that means we will have about 220,000 square metres of surplus space above and beyond equilibrium. Now, to put that in perspective, uh, in 2010, after the global financial crisis, that surplus was about 420,000 square metres. So the surplus isn't going to be too large. But the critical thing here, I think, for the next recovery phase is how quickly that surplus gets digested. Traditionally, for every net additional service sector job, somewhere between 10 and 13 square metres of office space would have been consumed in Dublin. But with remote working and people at home two or three days a week, uh, employers have been able to rationalise their office space and reduce their uh, space per employee ratios. And it, as a result of that, it may come down to six square metres per new job created. So it'll take longer. So it'll take longer, not the end of the world, but somebody is feeling the squeeze, no doubt. John McCartney, Director and Head of Research with BNP Paribas Real Estate. Real Estate, thank you very much for joining us on the programme.